Hello, and welcome to Beyond the Chamber, where we go beyond the chamber to the heart of the businesses and organizations in the Elizabethtown area. My name is Denise Grove. I'm the executive director of the chamber here in Elizabethtown. Excited to be back with you this week. Excited to have Ryan with me from E-Town Record Lounge. How are you, Ryan? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So glad to have you. And the question, the burning question I have to know, because it's E-Town Record Lounge is what was your favorite album in high school? Like that prized possession, the one I, you couldn't live without. <laughs> I figured this was coming. So Striper, a hard rock 80s Christian <laughs> band, is my favorite band of all time. I'll blame that on my mother because we were not allowed to listen to secular music growing up, but we discovered Striper and that was acceptable. So that was one of my first concerts. My mother took us with all of my cousins and neighbors and friends and it was amazing. And so thanks to her, I fell in love with that band. And I still buy every single album that comes out today. I think they have a new one coming out next year. I was just going to say they're still playing. Yes. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I think the last time I saw them was in Reading at Reverb Okay. in 2018, I think, or 2016. It was their 30th anniversary Wow. So, yeah. Pretty it's cool. Awesome. Pretty cool. I remember in high school, like, I love going downtown Lancaster, you know, and you're from E-Town. It was so cool to go to downtown Lancaster to Stan's Record Bar. Stan's, Stan's Record, Record Bar, yeah, bar? on Orange that, Street, was it I bar? think it is, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, but uh, I when I got Prince's album, Purple Rain, like... That album was life to me, and I loved it. Um, my dad, my parents had their very first purchase of furniture when they bought their house was this large record player um, that had the record player. It had a radio. It had a place for eight tracks. It also had this place where you could plug in a microphone, so like I would sing along to it's it. It's like I, a piece of furniture. Oh, it was a piece of furniture. Oh, definitely a piece of yeah. furniture, yeah. Yeah, I still have it actually, and sometimes I lift it up and I'll. Put <laughs> does it, in it still work? Yeah, it does. Awesome. Yeah. It does. I, I don't. Keep, the microphone doesn't work anymore, so I can't sing anymore. But no, I loved that. But I loved <laughs> just going and flipping through the albums and yeah. just whatever something new was released is a lot of fun. So, well, first off, before we get started, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, born in rural Indiana, raised in Indiana, went to school in Chicago, met my wife in L.A. And then moved to E Town in '97, and I haven't. I was so I feel like I'm a lot a lifelong E Town guy, but I've been here for 25 years. But you know, I spent half my life in Indiana, half of it here, basically. Okay, but how? What you're just gonna skip over LA? Like, how, where, where did <laughs> yeah, you're well, gonna skip over yeah, that part? So uh, that's a long story, but I'll shorten it. So internship from college. Uh, my wife and I had the same internship, and we met in L.A. in film school. So I have a film and television degree. Okay. Uh, communications, Bachelor of Communications from Olivet National University. Uh, my wife has the same, basically the same degree from Asbury, where our son went. And so we met in film school out there, and then things just got, you know, we she moved back to Harrisburg. I moved from Chicago to after college to be with her in Harrisburg, and then lived with a friend in E-Town, and then we just... Lived in Harrisburg for our first year of marriage and then moved to E-Town full-time in probably 2000. Okay. Rented a townhouse in Rockwood. Okay. Um, built a house in 20, uh, 2012 on the other side of town behind the old Messix and have been there ever since. Jody works at the high school. Uh, currently, she's been with the district for like 16, 17 years. Um, I'm a full-time realtor. That's what I do with Realty One Group Unlimited. Office is right down the street here. And then... It's coming up, I think, officially 
uh, in November when we did our opening um, for a year for the Record Lounge. Okay. Yeah. That was actually the next question yeah. is when did it open? So you've been open a year now. Yeah, we kind of did some soft openings September, October-ish last year at this time. Then the official, I think it was November 17th was when we did the the ribbon yeah, cutting. I, yeah, I, Santa Claus was there, so it, it <laughs> I do remember that. I do. Yeah, I do it remember was pretty, Santa Claus yeah. making it to the ribbon cutting. Yeah, so. it was pretty crowded, yeah, so it was pretty yeah, good time. It was awesome. A lot it of friends awesome. and family there. So. Okay, so you got to tell me, what was the why? You know, you're, you're yeah. here, you're a realtor, what? Made well, you want to do this? I know. I know that I've always had a desire to um, have a retail business. I've always had um, an interest in art. I've always had an interest in um, like upcycling things, remaking, you know, just recycling items. And so I was kind of toying with that idea, like a like a vintage store, but mm-hmm. not antiques, if mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Um, and then I've always collected vinyl records. So my oldest son is 22. My youngest is 19. So I've had vinyl records before they were born. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, it'd be really cool. E-Town needs a vinyl record store. So I figured that was a better avenue than the vintage type of store. And so Tim Orth, who owns the other, is the partner of mine. Um, I knew that he liked vinyl. So... At uh, one night at Funk, I approached him. I said, hey, I've been thinking about this idea of a vinyl record store um, or something. What are your thoughts? And he said, yeah. And that's pretty much <laughs> what you get from Jim. Yeah. Like, yeah, sounds pretty cool. So, so we kind of, it's about three hours. Um, so Gage, my youngest son, was there and his oldest son, Gavin, was there. So it was the four of us just kind of spitballing ideas, mm-hmm. kind of wrote down like what our um, ideas were, what our expectations were, like, you know, just kind of just ideas. Mm-hmm. And, and then I think Tim says, well, I know a building was the old E-Town Advocate building. So uh-huh. we went in there and looked at that because he does all the work for the owners of the entire building, all the apartments. And um, so we looked at space and I think like six weeks later we were painting and, oh, you know, awesome. just doing everything. Yeah. Made it happen. Yeah. Very good. Very good. So you've been open a year. What's the most surprising thing to you about owning the town record lounge? Um, not the idea of is vinyl popular, but the support of the community mm-hmm. and, and, and surrounding. So people will travel if you're a real, so vinyl records have been around for a long time and there's always been, um, the collector, if mm-hmm. you will. And we've, I think I'm surprised at how far people will travel to get here. Um, okay. Furthest person. Uh, probably Maryland Okay. at the moment. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that was by happen chance, you know, uh-huh. or they just drove up here, but I think a real collector will Google vinyl records near me mm-hmm. and then just travel to all the shops. So, uh, community support. And, um, I think that's been the biggest surprise about, you know, how well we've been received. Okay. So anything surprising about customers, the demographics, who, who, Who's your, who's the normal person that stops by? Is it a collector, younger, older? Who's, who's in there? I think it's a combination of collectors and the high school and college kids. Okay. So that's kind of when I discovered vinyl um, in college. You know, like you'd ask the question, my favorite band, from Striper to um, <clears throat> the gangster rap scene came on mm-hmm. when I was in high school. So 
my mother didn't know it, but that's what we listened to. So it's <laughs> I was like just this, like, say, like I bet your mom didn't like that. <laughs> we were like, what the heck is this stuff? <laughs> so it kind of gave us that gateway to like, oh, we're tough guys, you uh-huh. know, and, and not really, but um, then the grunge scene hit, and then vinyl was just something that because of my interest in art and film and TV and production, I wanted something to hold. I wanted I would buy albums, sometimes not even listen to them and just look at the pictures and mm-hmm. look at the artwork mm-hmm. and discover it that way and, and then just tuck it away. And then, um, yeah, that's just, yeah, that's basically it. So most popular genre of music, like what what is the album or the type of music? What are people looking for when they come in there or is it really just fast and varying? Um. It depends on the person. So, you know, back to the collector question, if mm-hmm. it's a collector, they're looking for the one they don't have mm-hmm. and they may have, they might have it, but they're looking for the first pressing of it. So Beatles, for instance, there were so many Led Zeppelin Beatles and Pink Floyd albums pressed. Um, so there are bootlegs of all of those people are looking for those, but they're also looking for basically that first rare pressing the condition of it um, doesn't have the posters. Doesn't have the stickers. Um, and then the other demographic is, the, you know, the college kids are looking for. Um, some of them are looking for like I'm just getting into it. I want to, you know, want to stack my collection with all the classics. Mm-hmm. You know, all the Floyd's, the Zeppelins, the Beatles. You know, Steve Miller Band. You know, ACDCs or whatever's. Um, but then there's a whole demographic that want everything that's new. So everything that has been issued in the past is now being reissued brand new now we're into the 25th anniversaries of it the 30th anniversaries of it um so people want those but then they also want like you know cliche taylor swift all mm-hmm. that stuff has never been released before so you know they want that um now she obviously know if you know anything if you follow her she's reissuing her own versions of her original album so people want the originals and now they want the reissues so that's kind of where, you know, it depends on the person. Okay. And where do you get your albums? Where do you find what you sell there? Most of what we sell is primarily used vinyl. So we pride ourselves on quality used vinyl. That's what we specialize in. Um, so people like yourselves, hey, my parents had these records. My dad had these records. I have these records. I don't want them. We're moving. Um, so we have a sign out front of our stores. We buy used vinyl records. People call us. We make an appointment. They come in. We look at their collection. Um, if it's too big to bring into the store, we've actually went to people's houses and bought collections out of their basement, loaded up the car, brought it in, and then we just go through it and sell it that way. Um, if you want brand new things that have never been released before or you know, it has, and it's hard to find, and I'm okay with a new copy. I don't need the original. Um, we can order it through our distributor. Okay. And what else happens in that building other than the sale of vinyl? Do you have any events that go on, or what else What else happens? What are your hours? Those types of things. Yeah, so we're open Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Friday evenings, 5 to 9, and then Saturday mornings. Um, it's a little different of the hours because we both hold full-time jobs. Mm-hmm. Um but it works to our advantage because most record shops close at five or six. So we're, especially like on Friday, we're open till nine o'clock and then the evenings were open. Um, 
Also, we did some release parties, like when Metallica had their new album out, we did a release party. So we can plan those events ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And um, new release, uh, Zach Bryan, real popular country artist now, just had his new album come out. So we did really, uh, we didn't do a release party, but we did like uh, promos, you know, our mm -hmm. Instagram page and things like that of like this album's coming out. Um, we've done, you know, private parties there with ourselves, just, mm -hmm. you know, with our friends and stuff hanging out. It's called the lounge for a reason. So we have a, we can't host a, um, a whole lot of people, but there's room for like maybe nine or 10 people in the back. Um, so you can come in. So we encourage people like, Hey, when to come in, you know, bring your record in, you know, have a beverage, sit down and, you know, at the table and just hang out let's listen to some music. So I think some of the thoughts that we've had, uh, at least for myself is let's, um, let's pick an album. Let's have people come in. Let's just listen to it. Let's talk about it. Whether we do, you know, another podcast there or whether mm -hmm. we do, um, or maybe it's just, just, you know, doesn't, I hate to use the term guys night, but just be a friends night, you know, right. with whoever wants to come out, let's just hang out. And, you know, and so we've had people come in and just, as their husbands or wives or whatever are shopping, they'll just sit down and um, we'll hang out and talk, get to know them and they get to know us. And so it's just kind of a, a cool laid back spot that we'd like to expand on that idea. But right now we're just kind of limited to the space, but that's kind of the future. Yeah, very good. So for those who might not know, where are you located? What's the address? Nine South Market Street, right across from the library. Okay, very good. And also, where can they find you as far as website, social media? Where can they find you if they want to see what's happening? Instagram is the biggest um, where we post everything. And then it does translate to Facebook, but it's everything's at E-Town Record Lounge. At E-Town Record Lounge. Okay. Anything else you want our listeners to know? Anything we missed? No, not really. Just, you know, we just encourage people, if you haven't been there, just come in and listen to it and our check us out rather, and then listen to some tunes and, um, you know, and just come in and experience it. And if you haven't got into vinyl, I think we've encouraged some, we've had literally people come in and not even know what it is. Mm -hmm. it may, obviously younger kids. They're mm -hmm. like, what is this? How does this work? And the one girl was in her twenties and she had no idea how a vinyl record works. So, you know, we have a couple of players in there. So we brought her in and showed it to her. And then we have the younger generations coming in and they have no idea what a cassette tape is. Uh -huh. So we do sell vinyl primarily, but we do sell cassettes and okay. um, uh, CDs. But the kid came in, I remember, I think it was on a second Friday, he came in with his mom and dad and he was like, what is this cassette? So I, I have a cassette player, like I have the old Magnavox boombox uh -huh. player. So I had it in there and I brought him back there and he was only like five um, put the cassette tape in, let him put the, uh, radio, like, you know, like we used to carry around on our shoulders, uh -huh. he put it in, he's walking around the store with it. It was pretty cool. And then I gave him the tape just to, I said, Hey, take it and, you know, enjoy it and kind of encouraged him that way. But yeah, it's fun to just teach people about it, yeah. you know? Um, and then there's a lot that you can learn from people who are older than me that have been around. So, um, I'm not the nerdy guy who knows, every band member who mm -hmm. knows what band they played with and what instrument and how they've translated their career through multiple bands. I'm the guy that just wants to be like, this is a cool spot. The artwork is mm -hmm. awesome. Uh -huh. You know, let's listen to some good music. And I think if you hang out there more, at least for myself, I start listening to things that I have, n I would never have interest in. And then you just go, wow. So you just kind of yeah. opens, you know, it broadens your horizons and you just start enjoying 
uh, music in a different way. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, the younger generation will never know the pain of trying to record songs on your own cassette tape, especially on the weekend when Casey Kasem was doing the top 40. Yeah. I know. I remember listening to that and just trying to like hit record at the right time and stop it at the right time to make my own mixtape and um, listening to his long distance requests. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love, the, love, love long distance requests. Then having the DJ talk over the intro yes, to the song. You're like, yes, stop it. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, so let cool. me ask you, yeah. what is your favorite band? Who is your favorite artist? I don't, I mean, I don't have a favorite and it changed throwout the years. Like I said, I mean, I big Prince fan. I loved Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. when, when he left us, I was devastated. Um, but then I went through a classic rock phase. <laughs> I remember doing that and, uh, just going to different, um, concerts and getting into that and then I went through a kiss phase I loved yeah. kiss and saw them several times I'm a and huge kiss fan like Love. with makeup I even saw them that little stint they did without makeup which I didn't quite understand yeah. Solomon concert Unmasked. yeah yeah, yeah. Solomon concert and so it's just varied through the years and um yeah. I can pretty much listen to and appreciate anything not a huge country fan but i can listen to it and appreciate it love classical music can listen to it that's usually actually what i listen to in my office yeah I'll, i close the door because there's like this elevator music that plays at my office so i'll close the door and uh, if i have to get a lot of work done i'll put on classical music and so i have appreciation for a lot of music i don't know that i have a favorite like i said probably favorite artist of all time that was prince and yeah um, watched the movie Purple Rain 5,000 times <laughs> and just mourned the loss of him. I think he was brilliant. So um, I don't know if we still have it. I'd have to check. But personally, I have an original copy of Purple Rain. Yeah. And Aww. I bought that from a friend yeah. before I opened uh, the vinyl record store. I was just buying albums off of friends. I think I did a post on Facebook Interested in buying vinyl records, record players, that stuff, because I just wanted more for myself. Yeah. This is probably like seven or eight years ago. Some guy from a church said, hey, I have a bunch of it. So he had, and this guy was meticulous. I mean, everything was mint condition. So Mm -hmm. I picked up a lot of Prince, a lot of Sting, a lot of 80s, like kind of that era. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was really cool. Um, You were mentioning Kiss. Do you remember when... um, uh, MTV did Unplugged and Kiss came back and they were doing an acoustic show. And then that's when they first brought out Ace and Peter. They brought them back. And then it was in the 90s because in the 96, they did they did their tour. They brought them guys back on. They put all the makeup back on, all mm-hmm. the... And I didn't... I missed that show. I had an opportunity to go and I just didn't go and I should have. But that's when they brought it back and then they did... They were touring for years. Yeah. And then yeah, I've came seen back. them several times. Yeah. Yeah. Funny thing is when MTV first came out, um, growing up, we lived out in the country. Now it's not so much the country now it's been pretty much built up, but I lived yeah. off of Bossler road and there was nobody else out there and we couldn't get cable out there. And so I didn't, I had to go to people's houses to see MTV, like to watch MTV cause we couldn't get cable TV, but yeah, that was the one bummer of my childhood. So didn't grow up with cable. 
got headbangers ball once in a while <laughs> on Friday nights or something like yeah. that. Oh, oh funny. Awesome. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for being here with yeah. us today. If you have not checked out the E-Town Record Lounge, you need to check it out. Awesome space. Awesome place to be. Go see what's happening there. And remember to support all of our local businesses downtown. But this has been another episode of Beyond the Chamber, where we go beyond the chamber to the heart of the businesses and organizations in the Elizabethtown area. And once again, so thankful to Daniel at Electronics Connect, who makes this podcast possible. Please check him out also. And remember, support all things local.